The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I want to start off this morning by going straight back to a bit of business that we had on Friday when we got an email in from Sophie. And with the good weather continuing, thankfully, even though there's a few showers around, Sophie is working from home. And when you're working from home, when you have some furniture in the garden and the weather is like this, then you'd be tempted to bring your work out into the garden, wouldn't you? If you can, if it's the kind of work you can do in the garden. So here's the email, I'll read it again, that I got from Sophie on Friday morning. And she said, Dear PJ, this is something I can't call you about because my neighbor's a lovely woman and she listens every day and if she heard me, she'd be mortified and I'd hate that. I work from home a lot. Every day except Monday, in fact. It's great. It's really lovely in the good weather because I often bring a few files out into the garden and just work on our outside table. The problem is my neighbor's little fella. He's six and he's on the spectrum. He's an adorable little lad. When he plays out the back, though, with his ball or with his puppy or on his trampoline, he screams at the top of his voice all the time. Now, PJ, I'm three gardens away, but it still carries over. I can't work. I can't take a phone call in that. I can't work, so I go back inside, and that's fine. But then I have to close the windows because... I can still hear it. So I'm baking with the heat in my own kitchen, in my own home. Am I being mean? I know he can't help it. But should I say something? Should I should I make an approach? Like I know I'm I'm sure the poor ma'am is completely frazzled. But so am I at this stage. And that came in from Sophie, who I don't think Sophie is trying to upset or hurt or bother anybody. But you can see where she's coming from. She's trying to work. And this noise is going on three doors down and she understands the basis of it but she doesn't know what to do um, I read that out on Friday morning and we got a bit of reaction to it particularly William William you called us um, and and you, you were listening to this and, and you heard Sophie's email morning morning PJ um, yes uh, so I'm not asking for any sympathy here I just wanted to explain um, our circumstances so um, we're in a similar situation, except on the other side of the fence, of course. Um, mm. We have three kids, a four-year-old boy, autistic lad who's eight, and our daughter who's nine. Uh, our boy goes to school from nine to one thirty. Um, from day one, we struggled with getting support and services for our son. He has moderate learning disability. When we found out he was autistic, we struggled to get therapy for ourselves. I almost lost my job because I didn't know how to deal with the fact that we had an autistic child. Yeah. Therapy for our child's uh, speech and language, um, occupational therapy, entry into schools was a, a challenge the, the whole way through from, from birth right, right up to, to date. Yeah. Schools <clears throat> send him home an hour early because that's all he can manage. Otherwise, he's in bad form and unmanageable. Yeah. Um, we're in exceptional financial strain because... We have to go for private therapies to get him the support that he needs. Um, I said that this has basically stifled our growth and opportunities of owning a home. Yeah, I, I, I have to say I empathise with a great deal of what you're saying because my own lad, and look, he's an adult now, but I remember being there and trying to batter the door down to get services and literally go on bended knee to try to get 
interventions. So I can empathise very much, William, with with what you're going through, and I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah. Um, so this has t- obviously taken a toll on us mentally and physically. Um, my partner can't work. Uh, we can't seem, uh, see friends because our lad takes his clothes off. Um, he stims a lot um, because he has uh, normal autistic sensory issues. And basically, people uh, people look onto you as uh, why you can't control your child. Um, your neighbors are saying, okay, uh, you know, there's lots of noise. He has irregular sleeping patterns, uh, no routine in the house, and it keeps the other kids awake. He stims and jumps on the floors, keeping the neighbor awake. Um, he has vocal stimming, which uh, these people will call uh, screaming on top of their voice. Um, he plays his tablets all hours of the night and day. It's his calming mechanism. Yeah. If you took it away, then uh, you'd have a genuine noise and have something to complain about because he would go insane. I'm coming back to the email that Sophie sent and she was talking about this little lad next door to her up the, up the road from her and she said when he plays with his ball or his puppy or on his trampoline he screams at the top of his voice all the time yeah our lad does pretty much the same um, our, our uh, neighbours we got along fine in the beginning um, she's come over for barbecues um, over time the situation obviously deteriorated She's in a hybrid role. I'm in a hybrid role. My work understands my son is autistic, and they can ha- <clears throat> they can hear noises when we I'm in uh, management meetings and all sorts, um, and they just understand um, the situation. Mm. You work from home, yeah. Uh, in a hybrid role, so I work at home and and, and the office, and your neighbor your neighbor is similar, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, my work understands that sometimes I'm late for work, and that's as a result of no sleep. Um, literally. Uh, sleep deprived sometimes from from my lad uh, getting up all sorts of times in the morning so um, but one thing I'd like to say in relation to that uh, topic that uh, Sophie raised was basically if you're working from um, home you're working in a residential area Uh, you're not in an industrial office space where it's expected there's no kids or noise I I think her the tone of her email anyway as I read it was look she understands the situation with the little fella, but she's trying to work from home, and she's wondering what she should do. Should she approach her neighbour? What should she do? I suppose even if you're trying to mediate with a neighbour, you know, us as parents, we're exhausted from it ourselves. Yeah. If there was a way we could control it, we would. But you, you can't tell an autistic child be quiet. Um, no. It's just not possible. Um, they're going to do what they want, when they want, and how they want. So, basically, in my opinion, if you choose to stay in a semi attached, expect there to be noise, um, and that that would be my stance. Um, and we try, us ourselves, try to keep quiet between the hours of seven and eleven. But there is the odd time where it's not possible to do that, um, and it's it's difficult and it's exhausting for for everyone. I think it's taken quite a dark turn now has it William in that someone has made a serious complaint and you're, you're are you facing eviction I am yeah so um, I've been served uh, notice um, for um, I have 28 days notice I've had to consult a solicitor to, because there's no way to move there's no way to live may I ask are you a council or a private tenant I am a private tenant 
And the person who complained you, and we're obviously not going to identify anybody here, William, but the person who complained you, did they did they approach you at any point? No, uh, I think they went through the um, P PRTD. Um, so uh, they never made a personal approach, they just went... To PRTD, yeah. Right, and if they had come to your front door and said, look, I'm... The, the level of noise is unacceptable. What would you have said? Look, we'll try and keep it down. Um, but we've been mediating through our landlord and it's it's the same conversation all the time and the same response. Because that's all we can do. It's very upsetting. I take it like any other parent in the system. You've tried to get your little boy to, to make less noise. You, you do what you can. I understand your position because, thankfully, my, my son never had habits like this, but he had his own habits. You you try, don't you? We do, yeah. yeah. We do. We we feel like we walk on eggshells here. And, um, you know, sometimes the, the other two kids, uh, as a consequence of trying to keep everyone quiet, get in trouble themselves, you know, and it's not fair on them. It, it, it's all because we're we're very insecure because we know that there's nowhere to go. Yes. We'd happily find another place if there was another place. Well, there isn't another. It's such a shortage. Yeah. William, I hope that it works itself out for you, and we'll because it's legal. I guess we leave it at that. I hope something works out for you, and that you don't have to leave. But to come back to Sophie's email. What would you say to her? Was that getting emotional? <laughs> Um, I would like, I would say, you know, um, take your time, just try to be mindful of the people in their situation and, and not just herself. She has the opportunity to go and work in work. Uh, she has the opportunity to explain to her work. There's an autistic boy next door. Uh, apologies for the noise. Uh, I think you can hear my lad there now. I but, can, um, I can indeed. You'll go tend that lovely boy, William. And thank you for coming coming back to us. Thanks, 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 Peter. Cheers, fella. Your heart to go out to him. Um, you feel for Sophie too, but definitely your heart would go out to William. Um, Bernie isn't quite so sympathetic. Tell that woman go to work in the office and get over herself. The child needs to be protected. Oh eight one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. I'd like your suggestions. It's come to a very dark point now where William is facing eviction. Like that's that's as bad as it gets. Now, Mary, you also contacted us. Uh, Hello, PJ. Hi, Mary. You emailed us after hearing what Sophie was saying to me. Did you hear William? I did, and I didn't hear all of William, but I heard um, I heard the second half of it. And yeah. God, it's a very tragic story. My heart goes out to the poor man, the family. It's terrible. Absolutely. So, I mean, someone, yeah. he's, he's facing possible, evi- he's, he's fighting it with a solicitor, so we say we leave it at that, but yeah. he's facing yeah. possible eviction over this, you know? It's dreadful. It's dreadful now. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I suppose, um, you know, I, I've experienced myself personally in my, in my own family, but I also have quite a lot of experience in my work in this area, you know? Yes. And through my work, but to be honest, I have never ever come across a family who's um, sadly are facing eviction yeah. because of a problem like this. I haven't. What's your own story, Mary? Um, well, 
so my my adult son now is the same, very much the very uh, similar age to your lad, um, PJ, and very different times and all now. But um, things really haven't changed so much. Um, I think you the 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 autism spectrum is very very wide and large. And, you know, um, no two children or adults are the same, really. That's everybody right. has different, uh, at different levels, and everybody has different um, rituals and everything. Um, it sounds like this young young little boy, um, to me it sounds like he's stimming. Um, so yeah. so this, this sh- the screaming is, it's actually, he his senses are overloaded. Yeah, it's a vocal um, stimming, yeah, yeah. It is yes. Now we don't. I do, we don't know enough of the story. To, I, I, I don't want to come too much, but I would ask um, if this young boy is in an ASD unit or in school um, for certain hours of the day, because oftentimes um, I know going back in in the years with my son, um, it's when he would come home that um, all the stress and the anxieties and the um, you know, the, the uh, sensory overload, it, you know, all it, all of that would just burst out then. In It, it, it might not necessarily be screaming. Um, it could be running around or it could be getting very ang- angry or it could be just needing time out himself um, in a very, very quiet space. Because, you know, the reality is home is the safe place, really, isn't it? Home is your safe haven for every single human being. Sure. So that's where, that's where we're true to ourselves. And that's no different for a, um, a child or, a, or, a, or an adult with autism either. So I've always found that. Um, now... <clears throat> The thing is, stimming. I suppose when we hear a stimming, do we do we do we like what we sometimes think of as just flapping the hands or whatever, or yeah. you know something that's very noticeable. Um, we all stim, PJ. Would you believe it's it's a human trait? You're correct. Like, You're completely. There's something I, I I have this habit all the time of my 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 legs jig up and down yep. when I'm concentrating. That's a stim. Yep. That's a stim. I'm here now, and I, I suppose talking to you, on, you know, on, on on radio, I'm tapping my fingers uh, on the cushion. You know, that, that's stimming. That's just a little bit of of nervousness. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Um, stimming could be sweeping, sweeping the floor. Some people, um, I remember my grandmother used to sweep the floor, and to be it be clean, she didn't need to, to sweep it. That's stimming. You know, it is actually. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. But in in terms of and this look, all Sophie knows about is because he's straight. He's a lovely little lad, and yeah. but it's just this happens when he plays. It seems to be a, a vocal stim. It's yeah. poor old William would appear to be in the same situation in that his lad can be can be kind yeah. and loud. I know that when my boy was going to school, one of the brilliant SNAs in there taught yeah. him to understand the difference between. What I think they used to call it quiet voice time. Yes. You yes, know, yes. and and but you can't do that in your own back garden. So, like, do you know? Well, yeah, I'll tell you. Going back in the years as well. Now, what I what I did and what I've told lots of other parents as well is, um, 
visually they, the the child understands in, in my opinion anyway they understand much better if they can see yes. visually what the impact of their behaviour is having so um, I'm sure there's very fancy names for them today um, PJ but I used to call them visual display cards so I used to just um, so there was there was a particular time when, when my son was very loud in, in the classroom yeah. and you know the children were were you know they were some of them were a bit timid of him really because of how loud he was and the teacher um she found that that she'd actually you know she'd get a headache so what i did was i i made um cards showing i just drew very very simple messages to show um the children looking a bit anxious and and the the classroom teacher um, having a headache and just very slowly um, I did this at home now and because in, in, in my time now I'm talking 20, 20 odd years ago mm. 20, 22 maybe odd, 22 years ago yeah um, so there weren't any um, it, there was only very slight access to SNAs at the time it was very difficult but anyway the reason I'm saying this is because I'd wonder, I'd wonder with this little boy, um, I'd also maybe consider it with William's son, um, communication between the, the home and the ASD unit or the school setting or wherever the child is at, the communication between the two is, is key, it really is. Um, you know, just some, see, sometimes, as I said to you on the email as well, sometimes um, as parents, we can we can tolerate an awful lot really from our child. And I would so say we get used to it, Mary. Not so much tolerated. We get used to yeah, it. We develop we our get, own immunity to it. We do, and and we we can zone out. You see, we can zone out. Um, whereas maybe in a, a different situation, that that particular ritual wouldn't actually be acceptable. So, but there, but if if you can communicate between the school and home, um, you know, even in a in a diary and just put in a little note if if need be, an awful lot can be done. Really, I I personally believe. I mean, and I I can say it that lots of the rituals that my son um, used to show. Uh, he he just gradually outgrew them. They do. Grow, they they outgrow a lot. Mary, in terms of of of, of Sophie, and I I think the reason mm. the reason that she emailed me in the first place was to see did anyone have an answer as to where she might go next. Now you yeah. clearly don't want her to end up in a situation where that family are like William is, and no. she, I, I don't think she knows them very well, if at all. She just knows yeah. what's going on. Yeah. What would you suggest that she do? Well, pers- I, it's, it's very delicate. It, it really is now, and we know that. But personally, if 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 I was the mother of that young child, I would actually welcome somebody um, nicer. Actually, maybe it was just in passing if they met out on a walk or something. But I, I I've always been open to listening to people. Um, I don't know either of these two ladies. I don't, but these these conversations can be done in a very empathetic, delicate way. Would they you can. would you would you suggest she do something like watch 
when for when she's at the front door or going in out of the car and say, yeah. can I have a word for two seconds? I, I, I really would, PJ. I would, yep. I mean, there, there, there could be no harm in us. There's the lady... She's afraid the, that the woman would be mortified um, and I have no doubt that she will be. Yeah, I'd say she will be, but she's, she's from, from the email part of it that you read out, she does sound to be a very understanding, empathetic person as well. Um, and I know some people, they can say, look, you're, you're, aren't you lucky not to have that problem in your own, your own house? And, yeah. you know, be kind. There's, there's two sides to it, really, there is, you know. I mean, everybody is entitled to be able to, you know, have a quiet life, really. Mm. Um, it is delicate, but if it was, if, if, if I was advising the lady, I would say, go and just say, could I have a word? Yeah, I yeah. would. Is there, you know, is there any way, you know, he, mm. he's, he's making an awful lot of noise. Yeah. So, uh, I, is there anything? And she, she might end up, the woman could end up bursting into tears because she could be at the end of her own tether. That is, that is absolutely true. And the thing about it, we can't forget either, either PJ, that the mother could be like hundreds and thousands of others waiting on the list for intervention. Oh, listen, I know. And I mean, I we could, that, we could, that could be a total program to be talking about that. Oh, listen, but stop. the thing is, these two ladies could end up being friends and a little bit of support for each other. They actually could. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not singing, I'm not singing enough the Holy Grail here or anything now, but, but you know what? Communication, yeah. just give it a try. I think we have a couple of different suggestions coming in. Mary, thank you so much for your call and your email. We have a number of different suggestions coming in for Sophie, which by the way, that's not her real name. We even changed that because she doesn't want to identify where this is. Um, but so we've got William's suggestion, understand what's going on at the other side and how hard it can be for a parent, which is absolutely true. Bernie has, and others, Bernie, you're not the only one, has really no truck with Sophie's email at all. Just says, get over yourself, go back into the office. That's another approach. The third approach is Mary's approach. Find an excuse to bump into Mammy and say, come here, listen, is everything all right with himself? I hear him making a bit of noise out the back and he's very noisy. Is he all right? Like, is everything okay with him? And you could end up with someone bursting into tears in front of you because they are at the end of their tether. Trust me, I've been down similar roads. Yeah, when someone comes and says, is everything okay? You're then free to say it's not. You couldn't. What would you do? Um, what would you I'm kind of look because of my own background and because of my own boy (sighs) thankfully he never did this I'd be in the position of the parent probably at the end of their tether tearing out with the bit of hair they had left would you appreciate uh, a sympathetic friend two doors down kind of thing I don't know I don't know thank you for the email Sophie it's not her it's not her real name Um, and to William I hope it works out for you. I really hope it does. And to Mary, um, sage advice too. Okay, a couple of comments in on Sophie's email, followed by William's call, followed by Mary's call, and the various things that are being said. Now, I don't know who you are, but it's not helpful. Tell Sophie, go F herself. Sorry for the vulgarity, vulgarity but I'm fuming. 
Okay, right. Uh, I own my own house. I have an autistic child and another child. The noise and meltdowns coming from my house can be extreme. It can happen in the middle of the night even. I look out my window before I leave to ensure I don't walk out and come face to face with my neighbours. Their house is rented, so I don't know them. And they don't know my situation. I feel like a prisoner in my home, and if my house was rented, I could be evicted. A home is where an autistic child lets off their steam. You can't stop them, and in fact, it's important for them to stim and leave out their noise. If Sophie's upset, imagine how hard it is for the parents to live with. She can go for a walk and get a break. They can't. Totally disagree with Mary's suggestion. The mom can't stop him. Don't make her more self-conscious. Nothing can be done. John says, count your blessings, you're not in their shoes. Sophie. On Willie, or William, PJ, whoever told this family they have to move should be ashamed of themselves. God love them. If it was me, I would not move. That's discrimination. Thanks, Bear. I, I, I must say I'll push back a little bit there against the fact that you can't stop a child, an autistic child, from doing things. It's very difficult, and sometimes you won't succeed. It's not impossible, though. It's not impossible. We had bad habits to deal with when himself was was young. We, there were bad habits. Um, and his mother was brilliant. His mother was fantastic. She identified that these bad habits, you, you just can't do it. You can't and you can't. You see, you can't excuse it. You can't blame the autism for everything. Because you've got to, you've got to monitor the behavior as well. So there was a lot of work done. Willie, morning to you. Hello, PJ. What would you like to say? I tell you, you know, I, I've worked in the area of mental disability and with autism and disturbed children. And, you know, they, uh, you have said a lot there, actually, what I was going to say, that they do need to leave off the surplus energy and uh, they have, have an amount of it, really, compared to some children. And... I, as I work with them, I could go home, come home at night and sleep in my bed. I know parents who haven't had a, a full night's sleep for years. That's and right. Yeah, uh, you, you understand this better than most, and maybe better than me, <laughs> as I say, who could come home and, and sleep soundly. But, you know, you can't keep a child inside all day. Now, the normal children know, before you'd hear them out in the garden and you'd hear them playing and you hear they're all stuck inside now and they're smartphones and everything. And it's rare you see children all playing. <laughs> but the, the autistic child needs to be out. And I don't think Sophie was being unreasonable. I think she was being very, you know, she's just looking for, was there anything that you might, you know, uh, get an answer to? And the only answer I could give to her if she's working from home and she's feeding it stuffy inside to buy a fan and I'm not you know I mean that now. Yeah. yeah and actually I saw I was down the store there in Blackpool last week and I saw very nice fans for 29 euros which I, I know, thought you know, I know, if I needed know. one I had bought it but I happened to have one myself you know that's a no but are you saying to her that she kind of needs to suck it up is that what you're saying no 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 not to suck it no 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 really but that you the child has to be left out during the day and she's not i don't think she's questioning that at all yeah 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 like that that that, when the child needs to get out this you can't it can be very unpredictable you know he can sit quietly for ages and then all of a sudden he needs to get out, and you do have to give them that freedom. We all need a bit of freedom, and you know, and they they do it their way, we do it our way, you know. 
So, as I say, I think the people are saying to Sophie suck it up and all that kind of thing is ridiculous. I did say, I think Sophie's been just reasonable and well, she, I, th- I think what she was doing with the email with us and look as I said it's not even her real name and yeah, she really yeah, doesn't yeah, want yeah. anyone to say but she, no, she said she's reaching out because she wants to do this nicely yeah. if she can yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't, doesn't want to upset how. anybody yeah, yeah yeah she doesn't want to upset anybody right. and, and uh, I'd say if she was told uh, don't go near the woman leave her alone because I'm sure that woman is under uh, under an amount of stress I'm there sure she coping is. with the child yeah. oh yeah you know, sure. you know that's the night of it <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah. Willie take care bye appreciate that 0818 we have pages of uh, comments on, on this. Not a lot of love in the room for Sophie's situation, but there is a bit of understanding. And I don't think she came to us with an idea of wanting to, this to get confrontational. I think she's literally sitting there going, what do I do here? I understand the situation, but what do I do here? Courts 96 FM.